Act Five of The Winter's Tale by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Five, Scene One, Cecilia, a room in the palace of Leontes. Enter Leontes, Cleomenes, Dion, Paulina and others sir you have done enough and have performed a saint-like sorrow no fault could you make which you have not redeemed indeed paid down more penitence than done trespass at the last do as the heavens have done forget your evil with them forgive yourself whilst i remember her and her virtues I cannot forget my blemishes in them, and so still think of the wrong I did myself, which was so much that airless it had made my kingdom, and destroyed the sweetest companion that e'er man bred his hopes out of. True, too true, my lord. If one by one you wedded all the world, or from the all that are took something good to make a perfect woman, she you killed would be unparalleled i think so killed she i killed i did so but thou strikes me sorely to say i did it is as bitter upon thy tongue as in my thought now good now say so but seldom not at all good lady you might have spoken a thousand things that would have done the time more benefit and graced your kindness better you are one of those would have him wed again if you would not so you pity not of the state nor the remembrance of his most sovereign name consider little what dangers by his highness fail of issue may drop upon his kingdom and devour in certain lookers-on what were more holy than to rejoice the former queen is well what holier than for royalty's repair for present comfort and for future good to bless the bed of majesty again with a sweet fellow to it there is none worthy respecting her that's gone besides the gods will have fulfilled their secret purposes for has not the divine apollo said is it not the tenor of his oracle that king leontes shall not have an heir till his lost child be found which that it shall is all as monstrous to our human reason as my antigonus to break his grave and come again to me who on my life did perish with the infant this your counsel my lord should to the heavens be contrary oppose against their wills to leontes care not for issue the crown will find an heir great alexander left his to the worthiest so his successor was like to be the best good paulina who hast memory of hermione i know in honour all that ever i had me to thy counsel then even now i might have looked upon my queen's full eyes have taken treasure from her lips and left them more rich for what they yielded thou speakest truth no more such wives therefore no wife one worse and better used but make her sainted spirit again possess her corpse and on this stage where we offend her now appear soul vexed and begin why to me had she such power 
she had just cause she had and would incense me to murder her i married i should so were i the ghost that walked i'd bid you mark her eye and tell me for what dull part in it you chose her then i'd shriek that even your ears should rift to hear me and the words that followed should be remember mine stars stars and all eyes else dead coals fair thou no wife i'll have no wife paulina will you swear never to marry but by my free leave never paulina so be blessed my spirit then good my lords bear witness to his oath you tempt him overmuch unless another as like hermione as is her picture affront his eye good madam i have done yet if my lord will marry if you will sir no remedy but you will give me the office to choose you a queen she shall not be so young as was your former but she shall be such as walked your first queen's ghost it should take joy to see her in your arms my true paulina we shall not marry till thou biddest us that shall be when your first queen's again in breath never till then enter a gentleman one that gives out himself prince florizel son of polixenes with his princess she the fairest i have yet beheld desires access to your high presence what with him he comes not like to his father's greatness his approach so out of circumstance and sudden tells us tis not a visitation framed but forced by need and accident what train but few and those but mean his princess say you with him ay the most peerless piece of earth i think that ere the sun shone bright on oh hermione as every present time doth boast itself above a better gone so must thy grave give way to what's seen now sir you yourself have said and writ so but your writing now is colder than that theme she had not been nor was not to be equalled thus your verse flowed with her beauty once tis shrewdly ebbed to say you have seen a better pardon madam the one i have almost forgot your pardon the other when she has obtained your eye will have your tongue too this is a creature would she begin a sect might quench the zeal of all professors else make proselytes of who she but bid follow how not women women will love her that she is a woman more worth than any man men that she is the rarest of all women go cleomenes yourself persisted with your honoured friends bring them to our embracement exeunt cleomenes lords and gentlemen still tis strange he thus should steal upon us had our prince jewel of children seen this hour he had paired well with this lord there was not full a month between their births prithee no more see thou knowest he dies to me again when talked of sure 
when i shall see this gentleman thy speeches will bring me to consider that which may unfurnish me of reason oh they are come re-enter cleomenes with florizel perdita and attendants your mother was most true to wedlock prince for she did print your royal father off conceiving you were i but twenty-one your father's image is so hidden you his very heir that i should call you brother as i did him and speak of something wildly by us performed before most dearly welcome and your fair princess goddess oh alas i lost a couple that twixt heaven and earth might thus have stood begetting wonder as you gracious couple do and then i lost on mine own folly the society amity too of your brave father whom though bearing misery i desire my life once more to look on him by his command have i here touched sicilia and from him give you all greetings that a king at friend can send his brother and but infirmity which waits upon worn times hath something seized his wished ability he had himself the lands and waters twixt your throne and his measured to look upon you whom he loves he bade me say so more than all the sceptres and those that bear them living oh my brother good gentleman the wrongs i have done thee stir afresh within me and these thy offices so rarely kind are as interpreters of my behind-hand slackness oh welcome hither as is the spring to the earth and hath he too exposed this paragon to the fearful usage at least ungentle of the dreadful neptune to greet a man not worth her pains much less the adventure of her person good my lord she came from libya whether warlike smelus that noble honoured lord is feared and loved most royal sir from thence from him whose daughter his tears proclaimed his parting with her thence a prosperous south wind friendly we have crossed to execute the charge my father gave me for visiting your highness my best train i have from your sicilian shores dismissed who for bohemia bend to signify not only my success in libya sir but my arrival and my wife's in safety here where we are the blessed gods purge all infection from our air whilst you do climate here you have a holy father a graceful gentleman against whose person so sacred as it is i have done sin for which the heavens taking angry note have left me issueless and your father's blessed as he from heaven merits it with you worthy his goodness what might i have been might i a son and daughter now have looked on such goodly things as you enter a lord most noble sir that which i shall report will bear no credit were not the proof so nigh please you great sir bohemia greets you from himself by me desires you to attach his son who has his dignity and duty both cast off fled from his father from his hopes and with a shepherd's daughter must bohemia speak here in your city i now came from him i speak amazedly and it becomes my marvel and my message to your court whilst he was hastening 
in the chase it seems of this fair couple meets he on the way the father of this seeming lady and her brother having both their country quitted with this young prince camillo has betrayed me whose honour and whose honesty till now endured all weathers lay it so to his charge he's with the king your father oh camillo camillo sir i spake with him who now has these poor men in question never saw a wretches so quake they kneel they kiss the earth forswear themselves as often as they speak bohemia stops his ears and threatens them with divers deaths and death o oh, my poor father the heaven-set spies upon us will not have our contract celebrated you are married we are not sir nor are we like to be the stars i see will kiss the valleys first the odds for high and lows alike my lord is this the daughter of a king she is when once she is my wife that once i see by your good father's speed will come on very slowly i am sorry most sorry you have broken from his liking where you were tied in duty and as sorry your choice is not so rich in worth as beauty that you might well enjoy her dear look up though fortune visible an enemy should chase us with my father power no jot hath she to change our loves beseech you sir remember since you owed no more to time than i do now with thought of such affections step forth mine advocate at your request my father will grant precious things as trifles would he do so i'd beg your precious mistress which he counts but a trifle sir my liege your eye hath too much youth in it not a month for your queen died she was more worth such gazes than what you look on now i thought of her even in these looks i made to florizel but your petition is yet unanswered i will to your father your honour not o'erthrown by your desires i am friend to them and you upon which errand i now go toward him therefore follow me and mark what way i may come good my lord exeunt scene two the same before the palace enter autolycus and a gentleman beseech you sir were you present at this relation i was by at the opening of the fardo heard the old shepherd deliver the manner how he found it whereupon after a little amazedness we were all commanded out of the chamber only this methought i heard the shepherd say he found the child i would most gladly know the issue of it i make a broken delivery of the business but the changes i perceived in the king and camillo were very notes of admiration they seemed almost with staring on one another to tear the cases of their eyes there was speech in their dumbness language in their very gesture they looked as they had heard of a world ransomed or one destroyed a notable passion of wonder appeared in them but the wisest beholder that knew no more 
but seeing could not say if the importance were joy or sorrow but in the extremity of the one it must needs be here comes a gentleman that haply knows more enter a gentleman the news rogero nothing but bonfires the oracle is fulfilled the king's daughter is found <laughs> such a deal of wonder is broken out within this hour that ballad-makers cannot be able to express it oh, here comes the lady paulina stuart he can deliver you more enter a third gentleman how goes it now sir this news which is called true is so like an old tale that the verity of it is in strong suspicion has the king found his heir most true if ever truth were pregnant by circumstance that which you hear you swear you see there is such unity in the proofs the mantle of queen hermione her jewel about the neck of it the letters of antigonus found with it which they know to be his character the majesty of the creature and resemblance of the mother the affection of nobleness which nature shows above her breeding and many other evidences proclaim her with all certainty to be the king's daughter did you see the meeting of the two kings no then you have lost a sight which was to be seen cannot be spoken of there might you have beheld one joy crown another so and in such manner that it seemed sorrow wept to take leave of them for their joy waded in tears there was casting up of eyes holding up of hands with countenance of such distraction that they were to be known by garment not by favour our king being ready to leap out of himself for joy of his found daughter as if that joy were now become a loss cries oh thy mother my mother and then asks bohemia forgiveness then embraces his son-in-law then again worries he his daughter with clipping her now he thanks the old shepherd which stands by like a weather-bitten conduit of many kings reigns i never heard of such another encounter which lames report to follow it and undoes description to do it what pray you became of antigonus that carried hence the child like an old tale still which would have matter to rehearse their credit be asleep and not an ear open he was torn to pieces with a bear this avouches the shepherd's son who has not only his innocence which seems much to justify him but a handkerchief and rings of his that paulina knows what became of his bark and his followers wrecked the same instant of their master's death and in the view of the shepherd so that all the instruments which aided to expose the child were even then lost when it was found but oh the noble combat that twixt joy and sorrow was fought in paulina she had one eye declined for the loss of her husband another elevated that the oracle was fulfilled she lifted the princess from the earth and so locks her in embracing as if she would pin her to her heart that she might no more be in danger of losing uh, the dignity of this act was worth the audience of kings and princes for by such was it acted 
one of the prettiest touches of all, and that which angled for mine eyes, caught the water, though not the fish, was, when at the relation of the Queen's death, with the manner how she came to it, bravely confessed and lamented by the King, how attentiveness wounded his daughter, till from one sign of dolor to another, she did with an alas, I would fain say, bleed tears, for I'm sure my heart wept blood. Who was most marble there changed color? Some swooned, all sorrowed. If all the world could have seen it, the woe had been universal. Are they returned to the court? No. The princess hearing of her mother's statue, which is in the keeping of Paulina, a piece many years in doing and now newly performed by the rare Italian master, Giulio Romano, who, had he himself eternity, and could put breath into his work, would beguile nature of her custom. So perfectly he is her ape. He so near to Hermione hath done Hermione, that they say one would speak to her and stand in hope of answer. Thither with all greediness of affection are they gone, and there they intend to sup. I thought she had some great matter there in hand, for she hath privately, twice or thrice a day, ever since the death of Hermione, visited that removed house. Shall we thither, and with our company peace the rejoicing? Who would be thence that has the benefit of access? Every wink of an eye some new grace will be born. Our absence makes us unthrifty to our knowledge. Let's along. Exeunt, gentlemen. Now... Had I not the dash of my former life in me, would preferment drop on my head. I brought the old man and his son aboard the prince, told him I heard them talk of a fardel, and I know not what. But he, at that time, over-fond of the shepherd's daughter, so he then took her to be, who began to be much seasick, and himself little better, extremity of weather continuing, this mystery remained undiscovered. Ah, but tis all one to me. If I had been the finder out of this secret, it would not have abolished among my other discredits. Here come those I have done good to against my will, and already appearing in the blossoms of their fortune. Enter Shepherd and Clown. Come, boy, I am past more children, but thy sons and daughters will be all gentlemen born. You are well met, sir. You denied the fight with me this other day because I was no gentleman born. See all these clothes? Say you see them not and think me still no gentleman born. You would best say these robes are not gentleman born. Give me the lie I do, and try whether I am not now a gentleman born. I know you are now, sir, a gentleman born. Aye, and have been so any time these four hours. And so have I, boy. So you have, but I was a gentleman born before my father, for the king's son took me by the hand and called me brother, and then the two kings called my father brother, and then the prince, my brother, and the princess, my sister, called my father father, and so we wept, and there was the first gentleman-like tears that ever we shed. We may live soon to shed many more. Aye, or else twere hard luck, being in so preposterous a state as we are. I humbly beseech you, sir, to pardon me all the faults I have committed to your worship, and to give me a good report to the prince, my master. 
prithee son do for we must be gentle now we are gentlemen thou wilt amend thy life i an it like your good worship give me thy hand i will swear to the prince thou art as honest a true fellow as any is in bohemia you may say it but not swear it not swear it now i am a gentleman let boars and franklin say it i'll swear it how if it be false son if it be now so false a true gentleman may swear it in the behalf of his friend and i'll swear to the prince thou art a tall fellow of thy hands and that thou wilt not be drunk but i know thou art no tall fellow of thy hands and that thou wilt be drunk but i'll swear it and i would thou wouldst be a tall fellow of thy hands i will prove so sir to my power ay by any means prove a tall fellow if i do not wonder how thou darest venture to be drunk not being a tall fellow trust me not hark the kings and the princes our kindred are going to see the queen's picture come follow us we'll be thy good masters exeunt scene three the same a room in paulina's house enter leontes polixenes florizel perdita cameo paulina lords and attendants o oh, grave and good paulina the great comfort that i have had of thee what sovereign sir i did not well i meant well all my services you have paid home but that you have vouchsafed with your crowned brother and these your contracted heirs of your kingdoms my poor house to visit it is a surplus of your grace which never my life may last to answer o oh, paulina we honour you with trouble but we came to see the statue of our queen your gallery have we passed through not without much content in many singularities but we saw not that which my daughter came to look upon the statue of her mother as she lived peerless so her dead likeness i do well believe excels whatever yet you looked upon or hand of man hath done therefore i keep it lonely apart but here it is prepare to see the life as lively mocked as ever still sleep mocked death behold and say it is well paulina undraws a curtain and discovers hermione standing as a statue i like your silence it the more shows off your wonder but yet speak first you my liege comes it not something near her natural posture chide me dear stone that i may say indeed thou art hermione or rather thou art she in thy not chiding for she was as tender as infancy and grace but yet paulina hermione was not so much wrinkled nothing so aged as this seems oh not by much so much the more our carver's excellence which lets go by some sixteen years and makes her as she lived now as now she might have done so much to my good comfort as it is now piercing to my soul oh thus she stood even with such life of majesty warm life as now it coldly stands when first i wooed her i am ashamed does not the stone rebuke me for being more stone than it o oh, royal peace there's magic in thy majesty 
which has my evils conjured to remembrance and from thy admiring daughter took the spirits standing like stone with thee and give me leave and do not say this superstition that i kneel and then implore her blessing lady dear queen that ended when i but began give me that hand of yours to kiss o oh, patience the statue is but newly fixed the colours not dry my lord your sorrow was too sore laid on which sixteen winters cannot blow away so many summers dry scarce any joy did ever so long live no sorrow but killed itself much sooner dear my brother let him that was the cause of this have power to take off so much grief from you as he will piece up in himself indeed my lord if i had thought the sight of my poor image would thus have wrought you for the stone is mine i'd not have showed it do not draw the curtain no longer shall you gaze on it lest your fancy may think anon it moves let be let be would i were dead but that methinks already what was he that did make it see my lord would you not deem it breathe and that those veins did verily bear blood masterly done the very life seems warm upon her lip the fixture of her eye has motion in it as we are mocked with art i'll draw the curtain my lord's almost so far transported that he'll think anon it lives oh sweet paulina make me to think so twenty years together no subtle senses of the world can match the pleasure of that madness like that alone i am sorry sir i have thus far stirred you but i could afflict you further do paulina for this affliction has a taste as sweet as any cordial comfort still methinks there is an air comes from her what fine chisel could ever yet cut breath let no man mock me for i will kiss her good my lord forbear the ruddiness upon her lip is wet you'll mar it if you kiss it stain your own with oily painting shall i draw the curtain no not these twenty years so long could i stand by a looker-on either forbear quit presently the chapel or resolve you for more amazement if you can behold it i'll make the statue move indeed descend and take you by the hand but then you'll think which i protest against i am assisted by wicked powers what you can make her do i am content to look on what to speak i am content to hear for tis as easy to make her speak as move it is required you do awake your faith then all stand still or those that think it is unlawful business i am about let them depart proceed no foot shall stir music awake her strike music tis time descend be stone no more approach strike all that look upon with marvel come i'll fill your grave up stir nay come away bequeath to death your numbness for from him dear life redeems you you perceive she stirs hermione comes down from the pedestal start not 
her actions shall be holy as you hear my spell is lawful do not shun her until you see her die again for then you kill her double nay present your hand when she was young you wooed her now in age is she become the suitor leontes embracing her oh she's warm yet this be magic let it be an art lawful as eating she embraces him she hangs about his neck if she pertain to life let her speak too ay and make it manifest that she has lived or how stolen from the dead that she is living were it but told you should be hooted at like an old tale but it appears she lives though yet she speak not mark a little while please you to interpose fair madam kneel and pray your mother's blessing turn good lady our perdita is found presenting perdita who kneels to hermione you gods look down and from your sacred vials pour your graces upon my daughter's head tell me mine own where hast thou been preserved where lived how found thy father's court for thou shalt hear that i knowing by paulina that the oracle gave hope thou wast in being have preserved myself to see the issue there's time enough for that lest they desire upon this push to trouble your joys with like relation go together you precious winners all your exaltation partake to every one i an old turtle will wing me to some withered bough and there my mate that's never to be found again lament till i am lost oh peace paulina thou shouldst a husband take by my consent as i by thine a wife this is a match and made between us by vows thou hast found mine but how is to be questioned for i saw her as i thought dead and have in vain said many a prayer upon her grave i'll not seek far for him i partly know his mind to find the unhonourable husband oh, come camillo and take her by the hand whose worth and honesty is richly noted and here justified by us a pair of kings let's from this place oh what look upon my brother oh both your pardons that e'er i put between your holy looks my ill suspicion this your son-in-law and son unto the king whom heaven's directing his troth plight to your daughter good paulina lead us from hence where we may leisurely each one demand an answer to his part performed in this wide gap of time since first we were dissevered hastily lead away exeunt end of act five end of the winter's tale by william shakespeare